It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Welcome everyone, Matt Hausman here, Smart Money Questions Podcast. Happy New Year. Hopefully you had a great holiday season and now you are ready to go and make 2019 even better than 2018. And today what I want to talk about is a conversation I had with clients last week. And quite frankly, I've had this conversation with multiple clients over the course of the last three or four months. And we're going to talk about market volatility and how we plan for that in our planning process with all of our clients. But it's real important for people, in my opinion, to understand that market volatility is part of the investment process. So we want to recognize that we are going to see these ups and downs, but then how can we plan for it? And so I'm going to kind of go through, and this is for the most part because it's our investment philosophy that we do for all clients. So all clients that are listening, you're going to be able to recognize exactly what I'm talking about and fit it into your situation. If you're not a client, you know, feel free to reach out to us and I'll have a more specific conversation with you. But I really think that if we can understand that market volatility is going to happen and then how can we position our money in the right way where market volatility actually creates opportunities if we utilize it correctly, but it can create a lot of emotional issues that are happening when we see that volatility, specifically when we see our portfolio go down. So in the conversation I had with the clients is I went back over and when they came on board with us a couple years ago, we talked about how we diversify our money. Many of you have heard me talk before that all of our money doesn't have the same purpose, so it all shouldn't be invested the same way. And that's essentially how we look to diversify a client's money. We're going to look at the tax characterization of the money. And then we're also going to look at income need when we're going to look to retire and then start placing the money into different buckets, for lack of a better term, to keep it simple. So one of the things that we always do in how we diversify is we look to diversify initially into different buckets with different risk. And so what I mean by that is we're going to go all the way, we'll say, to the left-hand side of the equation, and we're going to have money in very safe instruments. Many times you've heard me talk and any other advisor would talk about the idea of an emergency fund. That money should be non-qualified money, meaning after-tax investment should be sitting in some type of a liquid safe account. Right now, for the most part, that is going to be a savings account, maybe a money market account. And it's not going to pay that much. I think my savings, my emergency fund right now is paying about 2%. But it's not there to really earn money. It's there to be liquid and available to me in the event of an emergency. So that's going to be the first bucket that we're going to have. And everyone's going to have a different idea on how much they want there. I've got some clients that want to have six figures. That's right, six figures in their emergency fund. I've got others that they only need about three months worth of expenses that they keep there. So you need to decide what that is. And then the next part, now we're going to start looking at, we've got the emergency fund taken care of. We're going to look at how are we going to take our investable money, now invest it for 
the different purposes we have. For the most part, when you're looking at retirement planning or income planning, is we know that that money is going to be needed for income. We're not going to be working anymore, so whatever we have saved, we're going to need to start taking that money out to pay the bills, to do the bucket list, to have our lifestyle. So we're going to create usually two, three, maybe even four buckets of money still going from safer type investments and then moving into different risk categories, maybe a balanced portfolio, maybe a long-term growth. We could even have an aggressive portfolio. And so we'll let's use three. We're going to use a safe investment or basically putting money into an investment where we have protections that are there that we can't lose the money. And we're looking for modest type returns. We're not looking for anything crazy. And then we're going to have, let's say, a balanced portfolio, 50% stock, 50% fixed income or bond type structures. And then we're going to look at a long term, which would be mainly considered like 75 to 80% stocks and only 20 to 25% of fixed income or bonds. And so we've diversified now based on risk. And if we still have our emergency fund, we've essentially got four different buckets of money that allow us different options on where we're going to take income from when we are at that stage of retirement or our income planning. And in doing that, even when we have the volatility that we've seen over the course of the last quarter, we still have the other buckets, the more safe buckets that we now can go to. So we're not, or we're looking to mitigate the losses in that portfolio just for income need. And so that's what I was going over with the client. I was like, let's go back and let's recall what we did. We put this money over here. You already have your emergency fund. We've got the safe money. Then we've got our balanced portfolio, and then we have our long-term growth strategy or portfolio, and we can choose where to take it from. And what that does is it's diversifying not only based on the asset classes that we're buying, but we're also diversifying it based on risk. And then now this gives us the options to choose where we're going to take money from based on the performance of those different buckets. So, for instance, end of 2016, 2017, the money invested in the market performed very well, so we can take our money from there. We don't have to touch the safe money. Well, the fourth quarter of this last year, 2018, you know, was very volatile. We saw declining values in the portfolio. So now we can jump back over to the more safe money. And the biggest thing that that is allowing us to do is mitigate the need to take money out of portfolios that aren't performing. And so diversifying doesn't just have to do with, you know, the stocks and bonds that we're buying, but I really also believe that diversifying means we're diversifying our risk over multiple buckets to give us these options on where to take the money from that we're going to need. So it's real important to understand that, yeah, when we look at one particular bucket and we see that volatility that's going up and down, I know that no one likes to, most importantly down, no one likes to see that. But if we can look at our overall plan and our overall picture, as I was describing this with the clients last week, is then that started to give them, oh, yeah, that's right. We do. We have money over here. We have this money here. 
So if we talk about how the portfolios are engineered, is basically we're buying across multiple asset classes. So that has to do with multiple stocks, large company stocks, small company stocks, domestic and international stocks. We're also doing the same thing on bonds. We, we have everything from short-term bond instruments um, to intermediate term. We have domestic, we have sovereign debt or government type debt. We have international bond structures. And so what that does is when those volatility situations are happening and our portfolios are looking for rebalancing opportunities, and what does that mean? Rebalancing means, and think about it like this, when stocks go up, normally bonds go down. Well, if that situation is happening, then what would happen is we've, we've got that balanced portfolio, that one bucket we talked about, that's 50% stock, 50% fixed income or bond structures. And the 50% of stock is going up and the other side is going down. And what we're gonna do is rebalancing is I'm going to make sure that my portfolio is staying at my target percentage of 50-50 and the stocks are up. And so we're gonna sell those stocks to bring it back down to 50% and come and buy the bond structures that are now lower and bring those up. So the market volatility that's happening is that rebalancing is allowing us to recognize those opportunities and take advantage of them. But the biggest thing to understand is if we have positioned our money in this multiple bucket strategy, multiple risks, and we can see the overall value. So the portfolios individually are working for us. And then collectively as a whole, because of the different risks that we have, we can choose on where to go take the money from. And that that is, as I was explaining that to them, is it started to give them a lot more peace of mind. And then here's the most important thing that we discussed, and she actually brought it up, is when we were ta I was talking with both of them, is she goes, you know, the reality is, Matt, I'm so glad that we had this conversation with you and you went back over exactly what we've done, why we did it, and the different protections that we have. My phone is always blowing up with all these notifications on whatever the market is doing or when I log in and I'm just going to log on to my bank and all of the advertising that's out there, all of the media or talking to friends and family and the stuff we see on in our email box, the stuff that we hear on the radio or on TV, she goes, it's just, it's everywhere. And it seems like, and I thought this was really key. I feel like the only thing that I'm listening to is negativity. And so what we have to remember, and I talked to them about this, is the idea that fear sells. And you guys have heard me talk about what's called the Dalbar studies, and it talks about investment behavior. Investment, I'll make sure that we have this in the show notes. We'll have some information on the Dalbar studies, but it's been shown year over year over year. I believe they've been doing this for over 20 years in different 10, 20, and 30 rolling periods of time is that investor behavior is what causes investors to not perform based on what the market is giving us as a return. So you can look at any 30-year period of time, let's use the S&P, and investors are always, or what this study has shown, are underperforming what the market has done and what they have attributed it to is over half the time, 
it is because of our investment fear. And so we're always, we're selling at the wrong time and we're buying at the wrong time. So what I was discussing with them, I was like, I'm so glad that you brought that up because it's something that we have to talk about all the time is, for instance, if the S&P is going to give us, let's say, a 9% return over a 20-year period of time, the only way we got there was that we had to go through the bad times when the S&P was not performing 9% year over year over year. We have to be willing to go through those downtimes. And what the studies have shown is that so many investors, they latch on to that fear and they'll panic. It's called panic selling or they're following the herd. If someone on the TV, some guru was talking about selling, many of you have heard me talk about when Kramer was doing that in the beginning of 2009, I wanted to throw my coffee cup through the TV. I couldn't believe what he was saying and the fear that he was creating in so many people. And I think one of the ways that you can mitigate that fear, I'm not gonna say that that fear isn't real and you don't feel it. But if we can, as I did with them, if you can recognize why it is important, not only to diversify based on stocks and bonds, but diversify your money based on risk and how that allows you in the long run to mitigate those recognized losses because of the different buckets that we can take money from. So this was a pretty quick one. And hopefully it will help you. And if you're a client of ours and you'd like to go into more detail about your specific situation to help you, as I was discussing with them, I was discussing with them because they were getting right they're, they're going overseas for almost three months and wanting to have that conversation and make sure that let's go back over. Let's analyze everything. Let's make sure that you're comfortable or I shouldn't. Let's don't use the word comfortable, because as I just talked about, whenever we see that, it's an uncomfortable feeling, but at least now we have an understanding on what we did, why we did it, and the benefits that it is giving us, but we have to be willing to go through that uncomfortable time period. So please reach out to us, call us, schedule a time to either meet, get on the phone, what have you, send us over an email, and I'll be more than happy to sit down and go over your specific situation. So that's all I've got today. Hopefully this has been helpful. If you have a particular scenario or a question that you'd like for us to address, feel free to either go to our website, smartmoneyquestions.com, and you can enter it there, or simply email us at info at smartmoneyquestions.com, and we'll make sure to get that on an upcoming show. So that's all I've got today, everyone. Make 2019 a great year. Happy New Year again, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again.